Suicide Zen Forgiveness, the pod that shares the stories of those affected by suicide. Lost a loved one? Attempted it yourself? Did you know that when you share a burden, the load is lightened? Come listen in with your host, Elaine Lindsay. Suicide Zen Forgiveness, the podcast, is for education only. Some of the subject matter could be triggering for those that are newly grieving or in a poor state of mental health. Please call your local suicide hotline or mental health office if you need immediate help. This episode is a little different. With this being the holiday season of 2022, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about some of the holidays that happened this December. This is definitely a lighter show. We're going to be taking a hiatus until the 10th of January, so this is the final show of season three. What I want to talk about is a few of the holidays that are coming up in the rest of December, and I want to give you a little bit of information on each of them. Slightly different show today. And we're going to start with uh, Hanukkah. It already started as of December the 18th. Hanukkah. The Jewish Festival of Rededication is also called the Festival of Lights. It's an eight-day celebration that falls each year on the Hebrew calendar date of 25 Kislev, which generally falls in December in the Gregorian calendar. This year, Hanukkah runs December 18th through the 26th. Hanukkah is spelt a couple of ways, and it celebrates the rededication of the second Jewish temple in Jerusalem. The holiday is celebrated with the lighting of the menorah, traditional foods, games, and gifts. In the transcribed notes of this episode, there will be links to more information on each of the the dates and events that I talk about. So now we move to December 21st. One of the first options for December 21st is Blue Christmas. It's something they celebrate in the U.S. Blue Christmas is a Western Christian tradition that happens on or around the longest night of the year, which is usually December 21st. It's about comforting fellow Christians who are grieving and struggling to find joy and hope during this season. Also on the 21st, we have the winter solstice. It marks that day with the shortest period of daylight and the longest night of the year in the Northern Hemisphere, all thanks to the tilt of the earth. In many cultures, this day is a day of uh, feasting and celebration, but even if you're totally agnostic, you can still find a reason to rejoice because after today, you'll see that gradually shorter nights and longer days are starting, which means you can look forward to the emergence of spring. We also have what's called Yule in the UK on December 21st, and it is in celebration again of the shortest day and the longest night of the year as the sun gets its lowest elevation in the sky. Apart from the marking of a new season, that winter solstice also holds a significant symbol for the sun. It appears to stand still on this day. It's believed that the sun is going through a rebirth 
It would then gain momentum after the solstice. The holiday also depicts several pagan beliefs, especially that of the Holly King, handing over power to the Oak King, ushering in a new season of light. And that brings us to December 23rd. That's known as Festivus. Festivus is perfect for those who don't have a traditional holiday to celebrate. Although it sounds paradoxical, its purpose makes a lot of sense. Not everybody has a major holiday to celebrate like Christmas, Hanukkah, or Kwanzaa, and they can feel left out. This holiday gives many people a non-denominational, non-commercial holiday to call their own. So Vest Festivus is for everybody. And then we have December 25th, Christmas. Every year on December 25th, we celebrate Christmas, a day for spending time with family, observing an important Christian holiday, partaking in lighthearted traditions, or just spreading some holiday cheer. Christmas has evolved over several millennia into a worldwide celebration that's both religious and secular and chock full of fun-filled family activities. December 26th this year is Kwanzaa. I believe the saying is Hari Yujda Kwanzaa, and it is celebrated from December 26th to January 1st. It's an African-American and Pan-African seven-day cultural holiday that celebrates family and community. During this holiday, families celebrate with feasts, music, and dance, and end the holiday with a day dedicated to reflection and recommitment to their seven principles. December 26th, many countries hold Boxing Day. It's started with uh, the British Empire and all the countries associated with it. It was a day to give gifts to the household staff of Britain's upper classes but it's morphed into a sort of shopping holiday of its own. In fact, it's one of the most popular days to return Christmas gifts to the stores. Interesting note, in Canada, an awful lot of stores will not accept returns until the 27th. And also on the 26th, in Ireland, we have St. Stephen's Day. It's still referred to as the Day of the Wren, especially in rural Ireland. Due to its Catholic roots, St. Stephen's Day has been a holiday in Ireland for many years. But it wasn't until 1871 that it became a public holiday after the Bank Holidays Act of 1871 was passed. December 28th? Well, that's National Call a Friend Day. See, Christmas is over and New Year's is on its way. In the meantime, between the stresses of the daily grind at work, the needs of your family, and ensuring you have a little time for yourself, our lives can get awfully hectic. National Call a Friend Day reminds us all to take a few minutes, pick up the phone, and call that friend you've been meaning to get back in touch with. In modern times, you know, technology has the capacity to unite us more than ever before. The internet isn't phased by distance, time zones, or how much money you have in the bank. But in our day-to-day -day lives of whizzing from one task to the next, or even multitasking on all the projects at once, technology often has the opposite effect. 
checking emails, answering texts, responding to Facebook notifications and Instagram, and Twitter and TikTok, etc. These other tech-based tasks can fill up our lives and actually make us feel less connected to the people we're spending all our time connecting with. So with the holiday season rapidly drawing to a close this year, make an effort on December 28th to reach out with a phone call. Connect voice to voice with a friend that perhaps you haven't spoken to in a while. December 31st. Now, I'm Scottish, so for me, the big one is Hugmanay. Hugmanay is a Scottish word meaning the last day of the year. It's celebrated in Scotland on New Year's Eve and wherever there are Scots in any other country. When Scots get together, hosting house parties and dancing and playing games and some exchange gifts, the celebrations are often followed by more parties, both on New Year's Day and January 2nd, which in Scotland is a bank holiday. While the origins of Hugmanay are hard to pinpoint, its roots are thought to lie in Norse and Gaelic traditions. And I have to say, it's always a rollicking good time. At the end of the evening, just after midnight, you wanted to get someone to first foot. And that meant someone that was tall, dark, and, well, I guess handsome, would come into the house, the first person into the house, with an orange in one hand and some coal in the other. Some people add whiskey in one of those hands. The point being that you were coming in with abundance and therefore was bringing it in for the full year. The rest of the world calls it New Year's Eve and it comes but once a year on the 31st, that last day of the last month, month, excuse me, of what usually feels like the longest year ever, but somehow passed just too quickly. Many of us give little thought as to why we ceremoniously say goodbye to one year and hello to a new one on December 31st. Even those who don't make special plans to greet the arrival of a new year at the stroke of midnight pay homage to the right with thoughts of the year gone by and hopes for the year to come. This was a bit lighter fare than often with my guests. Uh, I'm simply giving you a few interesting dates and some general information uh, during this time of holidays. This, this can be such a tough time of year, really for anyone, and for so many different reasons. So I'm thinking of each of you through this holiday period whether you're having an okay time or a difficult time or a good time. You know, many, many people struggle during the holidays. Some people are overwhelmed with sadness. Some are just plain overwhelmed. And some find the stress of trying to make everything right for everyone 
just a bit too much. So what I'd like to say to everyone is make sure you take a little time for you. Have a moment for yourself. And if you don't have a lot of people around you, if you're feeling lonely, you know, I want you to reach out and talk to somebody. Say hello to a neighbor, a store clerk, somebody you pass on the street. You know, when you smile at someone, those facial expressions do more than just express our emotions. They also provide feedback to the brain and that influences your emotions. When you smile, whether it's real or you're faking it, when you smile, your brain tends to take those signals as meaning things are okay. And it releases some of the chemicals that actually make us feel better. So it's worth it. It's probably the only time I'm gonna say, you know, fake it till that smile becomes real. Anything you can do, any of the little tools that you can use to help yourself, I think all these things are valuable. And there was actually a global collaboration led by researchers at Stanford University. And they've shown that even a posed smile or a fake smile can make you feel happier. With that said, I want to say, make the light of the holidays, bring some warmth and love into your household. And here's hoping for a better year ahead. Thank you so much for listening. Season three of the Suicide Zen Forgiveness podcast comes to a close with this episode. I'll be taking the next few weeks to take stock of the year that's just passed and to prepare for the new year to come. Please let me know if there are any topics you'd like me to cover or any guests that you'd like me to talk with, especially if that guest happens to be you. I'll return on January 10th, 2023. And in the meantime, as I always say, make the very best of your today, every day. Bye for now. Don't forget to subscribe so you get notified for the next episode. And if what you hear in any of our episodes resonates with you or helps in any way, please be kind and leave a review. It'll be greatly appreciated. Until next time. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe on your favorite service. Suicide Zen Forgiveness was brought to you by Truel Social Media, the digital integration specialists. Let them get you on page one in the search results. And also by Canada's keynote humorist, Judy Kroon, the motivational speaker, comedian, author, and stand-up coach at Second City. On the stage, Judy draws from her wealth of performance experience, wit, and insight to entertain, inform, and inspire in her dynamic keynotes and half-day workshops.